Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey everybody, I'm Brian No, Eddie Garcia, my tag team radio partner. For the first time, we, we are just we're talking sports, we're having fun, we're talking movies, we're talking about Coop's Sweet Tooth and the uh, quadruple decker, donut, uh, French toast, banana split. Just listen. We had a lot of fun with NFL stuff. Ron Rivera throws his players and his assistant head coach, offensive coordinator under the bus. Uh, that's my take. Uh, see what you think about that. Enjoy the podcast. What's going on, everybody? It's a disaster already, and the season hasn't even started yet. That is on the way. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Man, Eddie, I'm pleased to be hosting with you. Now, let me say something real fast here because I've been doing some fill-in stuff for this Indianapolis station, and they've got a guy that I work with named Eddie Garrison. This is a true story, and I don't know how many times I've accidentally called this poor guy Eddie Garcia. <laughs> It's happened so many times here. Are you going to call me Eddie Garrison? Then I might. I might. That's that's what I'm worried about. Uh, I'm tr I'm trying to think of the the last time somebody screwed up my name. Uh, I was doing. Uh, I was part of a host of the um, L.A. Kings Stanley Cup Victory Parade in oh, 2014. Nice. Yeah, and they had a couple of people from like the news station that were kind of hosting it. And I was kind of the reporter. I was on one of the buses driving around, you know, on the kind yeah. of like the floats there. And uh, the uh, the lady uh, threw it to me and called me Eddie George. 
Oh, so I was gosh. like, hey, Hall of Fame running back. That's not bad, I guess. But uh, Not too bad, yeah. right? And you're like, I've been working out a little bit, right? You know, kind of resemble <laughs> No, <Eddie> not <laughs> really. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I love that. Well, how about this? So uh, the Washington Commanders, they uh, didn't have an awesome season last year, Eddie. It was respectable 8-8-1, eight, eight, and one, but dead last in the NFC East. Only team not to make it to the playoffs from that division. And not off to a flying start this offseason. So there's a little bit of controversy going on here. Apparently, there are some Washington Commanders players that voiced concerns about Eric Bieniemy's coaching style to the head coach Ron Rivera. So this is Rivera just talking about what he's heard from some of the players here. I had a number of guys come to me and I said, hey, just go talk to them. I said, understand what he's trying to get across to you, you know, and I think as they go and they talk and they listen to him, it, it, it's, been, it's been enlightening for a lot of these guys. I mean, it's a whole different approach. Um, you know, you, again, you're getting a different kind of player from, from the players back in the past, um, especially in light of how things are coming out of college football. So a lot of these young guys, you know, they do struggle with certain, certain things. So he's basically called the player soft. If you read between the lines, Eddie, is what I take away from it. Like, these guys, they're not the same way they once were coming out of college. Read between the lines, he's calling them soft, I think. Well, I think we would all have to admit, uh, whether we like it or not, that there is a change amongst today's athletes, right? And I think the good coaches have to kind of recognize that and figure out, you know, where can we keep the communication going and keep and still keep these guys motivated because sometimes, as you well know, Brian, uh, a coach has to do things that players don't like. They have to push them. They have to challenge them. They, you know, sometimes they got to call them out. So it, it's just kind of a part of the way things are. Um, but I mean, it, it is interesting on a couple of levels. I think first, my question is, why do you think Ron Rivera brought this up? Well, that's the thing is he didn't stop there. So you're thinking, okay, Ron's not on board with the players. And they're maybe a little soft in his estimation. Think about this. He he was on the 85 Bears as a player, Ron Rivera. And so now he's got players coming up like, man, can you talk to Biennemi over here? He's in my face a little bit too much, and I don't like his coaching style. So it wasn't just player-related. He talks about Eric Biennemi compared to his defensive coordinator, Jack Del Rio. And Jack obviously was a former head coach. Listen to what Rivera said. Rivera says about Biennemi not having head coaching experience. Eric has an approach, and it's the way he does things, and he's not going to change and, and, and because he believes in it. Jack has his approach. You know, um, having been a head coach, I think Jack has a tendency to try and figure guys out a little bit more as opposed to, hey, this is it, this is the way it's going to be, that type of stuff, where Eric, Eric hasn't had that, that experience yet. So I'm with you, Eddie. Why bring this up where he's basically called the player soft and he's basically said Eric Bieniemy doesn't have the head coaching experience that Jack Del Rio has and he doesn't quite know how to switch gears where hard coaching might work for some players, the the players quote uh, players uh, coach, you know, quote unquote type approach might work for others. So he's calling guys out left and right like everybody's getting run over the Ron Rivera bus here. Yeah, it's really interesting and, and- you know, as you well know, Eric Bieniemy uh, being successful in Kansas City, part of that staff, and there were a lot of people carrying the water for him. He's got to be a new head coach. He's, he should get an opportunity with all the success they've had, and he's being a coordinator there. And so, and so there were obviously he didn't get that chance, 
And so you can say, well, is it a racial thing or what's the situation? Is it a personality thing? Maybe judging by how hard he is on some of these players, is is he a guy who's going to, it's my way and I'm not going to be flexible to try and change or do anything else? Is that something they're holding against him? But this is a big season for Eric Bieniemy and his future and his dreams of being a head coach one day. And if this doesn't go well, I don't know if he's ever going to get his chance at the NFL level because there seems to be a lot of people who are skeptical about him or whatever the situation is behind the scenes where he never did get that shot. People in NFL circles, I'm sure, know what the real story is, but he wasn't going to get that shot. That's why he left Kansas City to go try and prove himself somewhere else. So now he's hasn't even you know been the OC for one game in Washington, and already he's got these questions surrounding him. I know it, man. And you know as well as I do, fair or unfair, they're going to, if he doesn't do well this year with the Washington Commanders, which, I mean, there's a little bit of a gap between Chiefs and Commanders, okay? Right? Like, yeah, just a little bit. Who's the quarterback in yeah, uh, DC? We think Sam Howell, Sam Howell or Jacoby Brissett. They're duking it out right now, Eddie. So you go from Mahomes to that. And if he doesn't hit the ground running, as the offensive coordinator, you know, uh, associate head coach, we're going to circle back and be like, oh, yeah, it was all Andy Reid. Like, fair or unfair, that's the way it's going to go. So you're right. There's a huge uh, amount of uh, pressure and uh, a lot riding on this season for Enemy. How do you feel in general about people going third person, Eddie? Are you a fan of that? Well, you know, I, I grew up when Ricky Henderson was playing the That's incredible true. Hall of Fame leadoff he, man, man for many teams. One but guy. Yeah, he, yeah, he set the standard. So after that, everybody else is a distant second. <laughs> so I would say go ahead and not do it. I'm not a big, I'm not a huge fan of it. But Ricky pulled it off. Man, he did. Hall of Fame worthy. He really did. Most people can't. Most people fail miserably. Ricky is one of the few exceptions. Eric Bieniemy went third person here. Okay, listen to Eric talk about Eric. Eric Bieniemy is is who he is. Okay, Eric Bieniemy knows how to adapt and adjust. Eric Bieniemy is a tough, hard nosed coach, but also understand, I'm going to be the biggest and harshest critic, but I'm also the number one fan because I got their back and I'm going to support them at all times. Hmm. So we're going third person here. I do love the very beginning of it because these are, if you get real nitpicky, these are two very different statements. Check this out. Eric Bieniemy is is who he is. Okay, Eric Bieniemy knows how to adapt and adjust. Wait a minute. That's, so you're right. That doesn't. <laughs> he just contradicted himself. <laughs> I am who I am. All right. I can adjust though. <laughs> but I, I okay. Um, how about this? This is a former player. With the Chiefs for a, a short stint, LaShawn McCoy, right? Shady McCoy. This is back in January. He was on FS1's Speak, and he was talking about Eric Bieniemy's coaching style. Listen to what Shady had to say about Bieniemy. What makes Andy Reid so great, not the call, the, the play calls, which we see that, which, I mean, that's one of it, but the other thing is, like, adapting to the players. Well, Bieniemy, he's my first practice. I couldn't believe it. He dog coaching, he dog cussing the players. And not just the regular players, Kelsey, you know, you know, other players. Yeah, so look, man, doesn't work for every player is the bottom line. You got to be able to switch gears as a coach. And it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of switching gears with the enemy here. 
Yeah, and and you know, if he's a man of his word and, and says that he can adjust, then it sounds like he's gonna have to adjust. Now, I mean, look, things have progressed over the years from from coaching. I mean, there was a time when, you know, these coaches, especially college football, were basically like gods. They could get away with whatever they wanted. Uh, you know, you grab a grab a kid by a face mask or right. or, or worse, right? Kick him, yeah. whatever. And they could get away with that if they won and nobody would care. And things have changed, and probably for the better. I mean, that's not, you know, I don't know that it was ever should have been acceptable for a coach to be able to put his hands on a player, especially if it was like you know, a high school or a college player. And then you get into the NFL, and these are now, most of them are grown men. Some of them are, you know, when you have assistant coaches and players, the age difference isn't that much different. Maybe they even played, you know, with some of these guys are now coaching in some, in some instances. So you do have to... You have to balance it out. You have to find a way. Uh, you know, maybe it's a good thing where we've gotten away from some of the hard nosed stuff that we know over the line. But again, you still have to challenge these guys. You still have to be able to use harsh language on yeah. occasion and not have them be, uh, you know, have the uh, mental stress and all that kind of stuff that uh, people like to bring up these days. It's part of the job, as as they were talking about. You got to be challenged. You got to be pushed. That that still has to always be a part of coaching. And that's the thing I keep coming back to, Eddie. Is look, man, this is the NFL. It's like these players, it's not like they have coaches who are priest-like. You know what I mean? This is football. You're going to get cussed at. There are going to be coaches that get in your face. And so for these Washington Commanders players and also LaShawn McCoy to be like, no, it really does go to a different level with this guy, right? And Hey, listen, some players are going to be okay with that. Some players would actually prefer that. Not everybody does. But that's what I can't get over is it's not as if they've been coached by the likes of, I don't know, remember what Danny Tanner from Full House? You know what I mean? Like It's not like the, let's give you a figurative or a literal hug here. Oh, you missed the open wide receiver. That's a, they're going to get in your face and they are going to be on you. At the enemy, his approach is so intense. It's exceeded that in their eyes. That is wild to me, and that's where I say, hey, look, man, this isn't just coming from nowhere. There's got to be something to this, and he's just not dialing it down. Like, he's on full bore. This is the old, you know, what, spinal tap, our amps go to 11. His intensity goes to 11, and it doesn't seem like it goes much below that point. Well, as I said, this is a big year for him, and he's not starting off, as you've said, in the greatest of circumstances. So I would suggest if I was a friend of Eric Bieniemy, got to find some common ground. You got to be you. I get that. If you're going to yeah. succeed or fail, you want to do it on your terms. But if you are, like I said, if you can adjust, if you if you say you can adjust, and I think good coaches do that, then you're going to have to figure that out. You're going to have to figure out where you can be you and where, and look, with coaching different people, different personalities, as you said, some older players, some younger players, you got to figure that out as a coach. If he ever wants to be a head coach, he's going to have to figure that out. That's right. That's right. And look, man, this is, (laughs) look, the current job matters a ton, but make no mistake, if he does really well, he's in the speed pass to maybe one day being a head coach. There's a lot riding on this. And this is not a great first step. <laughs> you don't want players voicing their displeasure to the head coach and then the head coach airing it out. You Go back to your original point. I don't know why Ron Rivera is saying these things publicly. I don't think that helps the Washington Commanders. But your comments more than welcome. Hit us up at the No Show, at Eddie Garcia, where you can find us on Twitter. 
Uh, also, 877-99 on Fox. Your phone number, feel free to get on in here. We got a lot to do. We got a lot going on. It's at Eddie on Fox. I just threw uh, Eddie Garcia out there. My bad on that. But at Eddie on Fox is where you well, can At least it him. wasn't Eddie Garrison, right? I know, I know. Yeah. I'm glad you don't have Eddie Garcia in your handle because I might accidentally screw that up. That would be that would be bad as well. Hey, coming up, we are football obsessed. This guy wasn't. Details on that. I'm Brian No, He's Eddie Garcia. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. On, 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you listen for five good minutes, you know the Ben Maller Show is not for the squeamish or the faint of heart. You're invited to join our secret society online. You get to mingle with other like-minded listeners on Facebook. It's just a few clicks away. Just like our page. Go to facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the TireRack.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Big Ben, it's Brian No and me. There it is. Yes, absolutely. A little tag team action tonight. Love that. Where do you stand on Allison Chains there, Eddie? Oh, I like Allison Chains a lot, yeah. 
Big have fan. you? I, I got to see him once in concert oh, with the good new for singer. You. Good for you. Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't know. Who's the new singer? I don't know the new singer. I, I don't know his name, but he does a really good job. Listen, Ooh, the late great Lane Staley. Yeah. Oh, he was unbelievable. But the new guy, I mean, no one can sound exactly like Lane, but the new guy's pretty good, man. Hmm, I right. saw him in a concert, and I'm like, when they came out, I'm like, this is going to be awful. There's no way it's going to sound anything. And I'm like, wow, this guy's pretty good. I've, I've actually never seen Pearl Jam. I feel like that's... Uh... I've never seen them either. Really? Well, yeah. You know, I mean, we all know you're a little hardcore there. <laughs> I did see Soundgarden a few times. They were my favorite of the season. I've never bands. seen them either. Well, oh, I love Soundgarden. Yeah, I think that... Uh, unfortunately, I think that's... Uh, it's not going to happen anymore, but... Was there a big falling? Well, uh, well, yeah. Chris Cornell is no longer. Yeah, with I don't. Us. I, I mean, I don't know that I'd want to see them with somebody else. To be honest with you, I know that's another one. Chris Cornell was such a unique sounding dude, man. I don't nobody know tops. You... Nobody tops Chris Cornell. Sorry to interject there. I'm sorry. No, you're. You start good. talking Chris saying. Cornell. I have. I was saying everybody. I was Hello, everybody. <laughs> if Chris Cornell gets brought up. I gotta save my piece. So I will Apparently, not push back on that, sir. It's Thank a you. guy named William Duvall. He's the new Allison Chains singer. Huh. All and right. he replaced Lane when they reformed the band in 06. Oh, wow. Man, so, I yeah. was totally on un- That is something I was. <laughs> wow, that was a while ago. He sounds good. Jeez. There's one song. Is it, uh, I don't know if it's Check My Brain. Right? Yeah, Check My Brain is a good Allison Chains song with the new singer. Not you know, bad. You know what? I'm going to check it out later today. I'm going to check it I out. I think you'd like it. I think you'd like it, Eddie. I think you'd be on board with that. Hey, a lot of people liked the Hall of Fame game. So 6.3 <laughs> million viewers oh on average. God. Why, people? Watch Why? the Jets and the Browns. I now, wasn't this is one of crazy. Those. Neither was I, and I love football. I don't. This is insane. Sadly, I put it on. I was watching it. Yeah, I put it I on the second well, half. Well, you, you, know, you weren't. I know you're a gambler, Brian. You didn't have any yeah. money riding on it, did I you? I did. I had. Some oh money. no! no. <laughs> Dorian yeah. Thompson Robinson. Oh my god! You know what's funny though, Eddie, is there's a backstory. So I was doing this fill-in show, and we had Jeff Schwartz on. Oh, yeah, that's a degenerate gambler yes. right there. Yes, and Jeff was like, hey, man, this guy from Fox did all this research, and these head coaches that have defensive backgrounds, their records are way better in preseason games. So he's like, these offensive guys, they're like, eh, whatever, man, let's just be healthy for the regular season. But these defensive coaches are like, let's grind, let's win this, you know. So he's like, we got to go with the Jets, we got to go with Robert Sala. And I'm like, you know what? Why not? And it didn't work out. Jets had the lead, and they just kicked it away there. So I was watching halfway because of that. But also because, look, man, I'm, I'm desperate for ball. I'll take these scraps. It'll be here soon enough, Brian. You don't have to be that desperate. I know. You're right. You're right. But I couldn't help it. But like, what else was I you doing? You could help it, Brian. Come on. You're a grown man. You're not a child. <laughs> I'm like, I got baseball or... Like, the first little taste of football, it's like a bad salad, you know? And the steak dinner's around the corner, which is the regular season, but I'm hungry, man. Like, I know the croutons are stale, but I'll still eat it. Well, maybe it's my maturity. You know, I'm a little bit older than you, but I, they, look, there was a time where I would always tune in for that Hall of Fame game, and I'd last maybe a quarter, and then I'd realize, God, this is awful, and I'd go do something else. <laughs> I don't even do that anymore. I don't even... <laughs> I don't even flip it on anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, I got to see uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, the former UCLA quarterback, and he looked all right. But DTR. the crazy thing. 
Yeah, DTR. Uh, man, we'll get to the the pack four a little bit later in the show. <laughs> Brian, My was any of your uh, your wagering uh, hinged on DTR's performance? Yeah, he screwed me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, had, I had the Jets and DTRs just picking up first downs, making plays happen. I'm like, Dorian, buddy, just not now. But you had 6.3 million viewers on average for that Hall of Fame game. Wow. That's better than the average viewing audience of the NBA playoffs, Eddie. So the NBA playoffs averaged 5.47 million per game. Now, listen, you have a lot of – NBA postseason games. This is not just the NBA Finals. This is every one of the playoff games on average. But we're comparing it to the Hall of Fame game. You were, we're talking about the postseason compared to the first preseason game. That's still pretty crazy. We are absolutely football obsessed. Uh, apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> or we're just apparently so. gambling degenerates. I don't know. What well, that two? is a part of it. I can't deny it. I'm, I'm not a big sports gambler, but... It is, it is a huge part of it. There's no doubt. You know what's crazy, though, Eddie, is we just get used to this. and But what really stands out is if you flip-flopped it. You know, think about taking the NFL playoff games, like on average, <laughs> like Super Bowl included, and think of a the first NBA preseason game drawing bigger ratings than that. You know what I mean? Like, th- it would never happen. Ever, not even remotely close, but that's what we have in actuality where the Hall of Fame game in football is outrating the NBA playoffs as a whole. And don't get me wrong, I'm a huge NBA guy, but that is just staggering right there, especially if you think about it in reverse, which would never, ever, ever be our reality here. It's crazy. Well, as you know, Brian, I am not a huge NBA fan. I am, I a matter of fact, I am, a, I am not a fan of that at all. I'll be honest with you. If you gave me the choice, you said, look, we're going to give you three hours of time here. You've got to watch one or the other NBA playoff or Hall of Fame game. Yeah. I'm picking the NBA playoff game. At least it matters. It means something. These these preseason games, I mean, I know they're theoretically important to guys trying to make the team and all that, but it's just... Uh, Can I ask a question? So I've heard that a lot of the guys that play in these preseason games don't even end up making the team. It's true. Most like a lot, like not, they're yes. not like so they're not even like they're like uh, pl- uh, practice squad guys essentially. You can have a fair yeah. amount of those guys on the field. They, sure, some yeah. of them do. Yeah, some of them do. But it's like I've heard that coaches don't even really take their performances in these games into consideration when trying to f- figure out their roster. So it's like we're not even watch. We're not watching like European League of Football dudes, essentially. That's like, why you, you tune in for the first like you know you tune in for like the, you know a guy's gonna play. The, the first that was series how it was in the old days. I don't even. That, I mean, I, we have gotten some news this week, right? Yeah, Sean Payton said he's gonna do that's it. Right. So I'm, I'm gonna tune in on Friday. Well, if that's the case, then I'll 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 be interested. If you're gonna play the starters for at least like they used to in the quarter, right? Or for a series, at least yeah. I'll yeah I'll tune in for that. But the way things are going, <laughs> they're not minutes. even looking to do that anymore. But as soon as it's just backups versus backups or third string versus third string, you're out. You're you're dead out. You're, you're completely out of. I don't mind that. I yeah. Totally once get once that. I can't recognize any of the names on the field, that's that's when I tune out. What's the plan for your Broncos coop? Uh, the first Sean, preseason game. Sean Payton said he's going to be playing the starters. Did he say how long? Like at he, least a quarter. He did not say how long. Yeah. At least a series. You get a little bit of of run right there. Very nice. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Listen to Comeback Stories. 
I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, and you may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Interesting going on with Kareem Hunt, uh, the former Chiefs and what, Browns running back. Uh, he yeah. visited the Saints, and there were reports that he was going to sign with the Saints. And then uh, apparently his agent got a call from the Colts, and he did not sign with the Saints <laughs> and went to go meet with uh, Indianapolis. So we'll see what's going on with Kareem Hunt. Wow, yeah, that is interesting right there. And the whole Jonathan Taylor situation where he's asked to be traded from the Colts and he's no longer on the field uh, rehabbing his ankle. He's 
He's going private right now. It's a whole thing. Whole thing. We'll get to that next hour as well. I'm Brian No, He's Eddie Garcia with you here on Fox Sports Radio. How about this? We went from a football-obsessed nation based on the Hall of Fame game numbers, right? The ratings. Johnny Manziel, apparently not football-obsessed while he was a player in the NFL. So this is off the Netflix documentary, Johnny Football. And this is his former agent, Eddie, guy named Eric Burkhart. And he's explaining that Johnny Manziel, not exactly Mr. Uh, film Study here. Their GM's calling me going, he doesn't watch tape. I'm like, well, he's got to watch some tape. It's like, EB, his iPad hours is 0.00. Zero. Yeah, at the end, that was uh, Johnny Manziel confirming that he did no film study whatsoever. Zero. This, <laughs> this is a joke, man. You know, I mean, like, come on. Zero. I guess I didn't even know, uh, and it makes sense that they could track your iPad yeah. to see how yeah. much you're watching. I, maybe that's how they, they got Kyler Murray, you know, right. how much he was watching. But zero, the Blutarski, 0. 0.00. Mm. Yeah. The grade, mean, the grade point average? Yeah. I'll yeah. try to find that real quick. <laughs> I mean, that is, uh, boy, that is some arrogance right there. It that is, is some arrogance. Like, I'm going to go to the greatest you know, most competitive league in the world. And I'm not going to really study. I'm just going to go out there and wing it. And now the way he says it, I'd have to see the full documentary. But just that little part where he's He's like zero. He puts his hand, you know, he makes like a zero and puts it up to his eye, you know, like zero. He's looking through it like they're binoculars. It's like, bro, why would you celebrate this or what? Right, it's like he's bragging. Like, like I it's didn't a do monocle. <laughs> yeah, like it's Mr. a monocle, Peanut exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that, man, that is that's so bad. I listen. The NFL is so tough to thrive in or even hang on to as a quarterback. But when you don't put in the work, I, I have no problem with a guy just fizzling out and they just didn't make it it happens you know it's the highest level we have it's really difficult but to not do the work i just i i can't i can't get down with any of that i mean he's he's already out of the nfl he's never going to be back in the nfl so now he's got to lean into his his persona cuz yep. all we got is these documentaries and then he opened yeah. the bar in uh, college station so he's got to keep going with the party hard persona yeah i guess so Fair point yep yeah it's like this is his brand. Is he's, he's Johnny Party Animal? Didn't do a whole lot of work. Right? He's, he's not exactly like repentant, you know. Like oh, I really screwed it up. I messed up the whole. Thing. It just yeah, adds I guess. To the, it just adds to the uh, the Johnny Football money sign persona, right? I yeah. mean, it's already done. What's done is done. He can't go back and fix it. So he might as well, I guess, embrace it and 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 play it up and get as much attention out of this as he can. But I'm with you, Brian. I just. You know, we we all would have done anything to be able to, you know, have a taste of that kind of right. life and play at that level. And then for some guys that get there and they're just like, meh, whatever. And I know he was, I guess he's a little different. I've always heard he came from money. So maybe there was that. And that was a knock on him, right? When he was getting drafted, you know, how they, right. they try and scrutinize all these players and come up with, sometimes come up with things to, to find his criticism of him. And that was that. How motivated is he really by this? And apparently not not very motivated. Yeah. I just I don't get it. I there's a middle ground between not being uber obsessed like some athletes are, 
where they live, breathe, eat, drink this stuff. Like, maybe you don't go to that degree. Not everybody is wired that way. But for it to be the opposite end of the spectrum, I just don't get that. If it's Johnny Manziel doing zero film study, remember this with Jamarcus Russell? where he's like, oh, yeah, I'm watching the DVDs, and they're blank. <laughs> it's the Raiders quarterback. I just don't get that. Even Brooks Kepka, a very successful golfer, a little while ago he said, you know, I don't practice. I, the the non-major tournaments, that's where I practice. But I'm, I'm not really working on my game the way some of these other top guys are. I just I don't get down with so, I, I don't get that at all. Like, Why? <laughs> Kepka does his practicing during class, essentially. Yeah. Is it, you know, it's like doing your homework during class. That's right. Yeah. You know, he's like, all right, I'll practice during the non major events to keep me, uh, keep the rust off. That's, that's right. That's, he studies for the midterms during <laughs> class, and that's it. Not on his own time. That sounds like me as a student. Yeah, same. But I thought, like you too, Eddie, where you look at Kyler Murray, the clause in his contract initially, it didn't just come from nowhere. And the Arizona Cardinals walked that back so fast. But there, I don't know if it's 0.0 on Kyler's film study, but it certainly isn't enough or wasn't because that clause was not just – there's no reason Arizona would just embarrass their own player like that for no good reason. Like he, I don't know if he's Johnny Football-esque, but he's closer to Johnny Football than just you know film study galore. He's not getting down like that. I mean, to, to be fair, though, those video games are pretty fun. What what is uh are you a big gamer Eddie? Uh big no, but no. I mean do you have I, a favorite? I grew up with video games literally, Brian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they were a part of my childhood. So I still play, but I've tried to go on and play like Call of Duty and you know, you've got some kid who's probably 12 years old just like blowing my brains out every 5 seconds. You know, I can't <laughs> hang with these guys. So, eh, my nephew. I have a ben. few. I have a few games. I am excited though. I did see earlier today that apparently the college football game is coming out next year. Is Man. returning. So I loved that game back in the day. Can they update the conference affiliation <laughs> on the fly? <laughs> They're gonna have a mode right where you can just create your own conferences. Yeah, I hope they can do that. We're gonna need that updated like every five minutes. It sounds like, but yeah, man, it reminds me of my nephews. We used to do Fortnite Fridays. We would play online together. And they would never tell me how to how to play. I'm like, how do you You're how do you like pinata. do stuff? Yeah, they're like, I don't know. You just sort of do it. Just push I'm the like, buttons. What, what? That doesn't tell me anything. I couldn't do it. I was I was bad. I was bad. But uh, yeah, yeah, fun stuff though. Johnny football. Uh, apparently, Eddie, not to you know bury the lead. A part of this, he he tried to kill himself. Like, there's a very serious side to this whole Johnny football storyline and documentary and according to him he, he had a, a malfunctioning gun and it's a crazy story so listen man I hope everything's okay with the guy I just don't understand how you're an NFL player you're a first round quarterback and you're doing no work you're doing no film study that's just crazy to me but he's not the only one there have been others there will be more hey coming up next we got to get to suspensions, plural, which uh, some crazy twists and turns with both of these. We're uh, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Suspensions all over the sports landscape. That's on the way. I'm Brian No. 
He's Eddie Garcia. This is Fox Sports Radio. Zero point zero. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Join the curious world of the Ben Maller Show online. It's pain-free and easy to do. You can follow your host who's in for Big Ben tonight and tomorrow night. He is at the No Show, N-O-E. That would be Brian No. And you can also tweet at and follow me or X at me or whatever the hell they're calling it. Uh, I'm Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. You know, you're not a bad-looking man, Mr. Garrison. Not Uh, bad-looking at all. (laughs) Old Eddie Garrison. Love that guy. I uh, now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. In for Big Ben, it's Brian No. Man, see, this is going to screw me up even more, Eddie, where it's the Eddie Garcia, Eddie Garrison thing, and we just get a Garrison drop, right? I've already almost screwed it up before, Eddie, because I do some fill-in stuff with this dude whose last name is Garrison. So I'm trying to just give me, give me some grace if I screw it up, you know, Eddie? I, I, I don't know about that. I'm, no. I'm, I'm so glad Eddie got that reference, that JFK reference, because he, he says Garrison. It's very, like, Southern. Well, Mr. Garrison? It's one of Jonas Knox's yeah, favorite drops, as I you did well borrow know. it from Jonas. Yeah, he, uh, he loves that movie. So I thought, hey, I don't have another Garrison drop, so there you go. I don't know if you need a free Kevin Brown drop, uh, Iowa Sam, but here's Possibly. one for you. So this is uh, Kevin Brown. Well, he was the uh, Orioles announcer, right, who was yeah. suspended for no good for reason. <laughs> yeah. For doing his job. How for doing you? his job and just stating facts about the Orioles struggling on the road at Tampa Bay. But there was and a not, and not a snarky way and in no, any sense. It was not just at all. factual, just yeah. doing his job. That that's all it was. Totally on the up and up. The Orioles said, I kind of makes us sound cheap, which it didn't. They suspended the guy. So there was a chant at the Orioles game. Um, uh, on uh, on Tuesday night, this is how it sounded. So they had the free Kevin Brown chant. Well, it's too at bad the Ben's Orioles not game. here because he loves him some rhythmic chanting. He's all about oh, it. He loves it more than a man should, to be honest with you. <laughs> but if he would I was definitely that joined game, in. I would have joined in as well. Hell yeah, yeah. free Kevin Brown. They Absolutely. say he's coming back with this this weekend. I believe. I mean, how could he not? The Orioles are getting, as they should, yes. so much flack for this. You get the Mets broadcaster, Gary Cohen, Yankees broadcaster, Michael K. It goes on and on. All these people who have just called out the Orioles for what is just a spineless move. It is so weak what they did to suspend the dude for no good reason. Well, yet. this is, I guess, kind of the unfortunate side of teams owning their own broadcast entities right you know you've got yeah. here in la we've got the dodger and the laker network but uh from what i understand the guy who owns the orioles was it peter angelos he owns masson as well he owns the network where the, the guy yeah. works at so he has total control anything that uh that uh doesn't you know that he doesn't like uh he's got the power to do something about it and and i i mean to me i know we haven't had any official word on who made this decision but doesn't it smack of someone who's totally out of touch, like, I don't know, a sports owner? Yeah. Oh, absolutely it does. This reeks of, hey, I didn't like that, and just overly sensitive, and make it just overreact. It, it's so ridiculous. Now, this part, I didn't, 
hear this initially. This is Jason Benetti. He calls the White Sox games on NBC Sports Chicago. <laughs> Listen to what he said. There are a couple of things that are funny. Him reacting to Kevin Brown being suspended. They're done with the Orioles for the year, the team in first place in the AL East, but they actually played Baltimore pretty well. They were 6-7 and seven against the Orioles this year, so they lost seven times, but they did beat Baltimore six times, which I hope I don't get suspended by the Orioles for saying that. <laughs> nice. I liked it. I like how he did it, and he was like, they did fare well. They were 6-7. and seven. That shows you how bad the season has been for the White Sox. That They, they were 6-7. and seven. They were close to 500 against this AL East leading team but yeah it seems like the sports world collectively especially broadcasters have had a lot to say about the Orioles week decision well I don't know too much about Kevin Brown I don't watch a lot of Orioles games but everything I've heard is very positive he's a young guy who's kind of a star on the rise so I would love for him to get an offer from someone else so he can tell the Orioles to kiss his ass and uh and leave, but maybe he, look, maybe he's from that area. Maybe he really likes working for the Orioles. But God, I mean, I put myself in his shoes. Yeah, and just think, how can I do my job when I'm afraid that any little thing I say that's mildly critical could get me right. suspended again? I, I think I'd like to go somewhere else. Yeah, well, and the other thing though too, Eddie, is this has worked out magnificently, all things considered, for this guy. I had never heard of Kevin Brown before this. And he's a young guy, and everybody seems to say he's doing a great job, and they might be right about that. But I, I didn't know his name. There are a lot of people that didn't know his name before this. And you know so he's a known commodity now. In the long run, he's coming out smelling like a rose because he was in the right. He was wronged by the team he broadcasts for. So ultimately, this dude is winning. <laughs> this dude, and he hasn't made any public statements. He's that's smart too. Just you know, hands off. Just let this play on out, and you're coming out on the winning side. So it's worked out very well for him. Craziness. All right, coming up next. What's your best guess as to where all of this craziness eventually is going to end up? That is coming up. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.